0: For the party with Big and... and now, boys and girls, it's time for the further adventures of Big John and Sparky. Today's chapter is entitled, Yuki Gets Ready for the Wedding. It came as quite a surprise to all of us that Mayor Plum Plum was going to get married. The bride would be the beautiful Miss Daffy Dilling. Beautiful in the mayor's eyes at any rate. And I wonder... Is the fact that she's very wealthy uh, a deciding factor in this romance? Sparky takes a dim view of the whole thing, and on top of that, he's worried about the affairs of his club. Well, as today's episode begins, Sparky and I are in the living room of our home in Cincinnati when Yuki drives up in his taxi cab.
1: Hey, big John, there's Yuki Butch's taxi cab pulling up out in front of the house. I believe he's going to come in and pay us a little visit.
0: Yeah, okay. I'll be there in just a minute. I'm anxious to find out what he thinks about being in Mayor Plumprint's wedding.
1: Oh, boy. Why do you have to go to and remind me of that? Well, I'm telling you, big John, I sure am trying hard to think of a way to get out of being a part of that wedding.
0: Well, now, why, Sparky? For goodness sakes, the mayor is one of your very best friends. I should think that you'd consider it an honor having the mayor ask you to be in his wedding like that.
1: Ah, sissy stuff. That's what it is. Just sissy stuff.
0: Well, uh, what's sissy stuff about a wedding? People get married every day. It's a wonderful thing. As a matter of fact, ever since Rosalie McClanahan started to work in the continuity department down at the radio station, I kind of <laughs> thought around uh, uh, macrimonial lines myself, you know. There oh, come the...
1: on, Big John. What's the matter? You... Oh, you're kidding. You're not going to get married,
0: are you? Well, uh... uh <laughs> I don't know what's the matter with me. I haven't even been able to get up enough nerve to ask Miss McClenahan for a date, but I sure would like to. They're a real pretty girl, yes,
1: sir. Well, now, if this isn't a pretty kettle of fish. Hey, John, if you ever get married, you know what I'm going to do? What? You know what I'm going to do? What? I'll just go out and find a cave and live in it like a hermit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Sparky. Miss McClenahan doesn't even know I'm alive. There's much chance of my getting married, not for quite some time. But, just in case I do, what's so horrible about getting married?
1: Well, it's sissy stuff. That's why. Only sissies would ever get married.
0: Well, I wouldn't say that. What about Smiling Sam Bishop's daddy? He's a professional boxer. I wouldn't say he was a sissy. Well, no. And, And what about Crunch Hexen Smasher's father? Bone Crusher Hexen Smasher, the heavyweight wrestler. He's no sissy, that's for sure. Well,
1: uh, no, but. Uh...
0: No, but is right. Now answer the doorbell and let Yuki in, will you? Go on. Well,
1: okay, okay, I'll be back in just a second. Okay, I'm
0: coming, I'm coming. Oh, I you doing, there, Yuki? Hey, boy, you looking good? Come on in here, Big John. Oh, you here, here. All right, man. Oh, nice to see you. It's a nice day so far too. Well, oh, hi there, Big John. Hey, feeling pretty good today, are they, Big John? Looking mighty good. Well, hello, Yugi. On in, sit down. I'm glad you stopped in. Fine. Been wanting to see you. Fine. Been wondering what you think of Mayor Plumpfront's wedding. Well, oh, real fine. Yeah, real, real fine. Well, oh, I
1: don't think so much of it. Hey, by the way, Yugi, um, wanted to ask you, uh, how are you coming along with the electric eye door that you're inventing for our clubhouse shack back in Wobbley's Woods?
0: Electric eye door?
1: Yeah, don't you remember, Yuki? You said you'd invent one for me, so I kids could put it on
0: our clubhouse shack. Oh, that the eye door. Oh, well, well, to be quite truthful with you, I've been awful busy lately. <laughs> I haven't had much time to work on it. I've been hauling lots of customers around in a taxi cab. And then when I haven't been busy, I've been helping the mayor make preparations for his wedding, you know. Oh,
1: when you know. There you go again. See that wedding just messing up everything.
0: Boy,
1: Kind of look out, Sidney day. daddy will finish making his electric eye before we get ours, and all the kids will make Sidney Clackstetter the exalted high-run of the purple and white garter instead of me.
0: Well now, Sparky, if Yuki's too busy to work on your electric eye door, there's nothing that can be done about it, nothing you can do about it at any rate.
1: <sighs> well, if it wasn't for me, our Plunk old wedding... You can be able to work on the electric eye.
0: Ah, don't worry, Sparky lad. I'm a fast worker. Once I get started to invent my new and improved electric eye door for your clubhouse shack. it won't take me no time at all at all at all to get it finished. <gasps> oh, sorry, no sirree, no time tie all at all at all. Yeah. Huh? Okay. Right.
1: I sure would feel better if I knew you were working on it now, because for all I
0: know, Sydney Clark said that daddy might be working on the electric eye door that he's supposed to make for Sidney. Ah, don't worry, lad. Don't worry. Old Yuki will get to work in this inventing laboratory, and I'll have you first class a first-class A-number-one electric eye door and nothing flat. Well, Yuki, getting back to the mayor's wedding, um, what do you think? Well, I think it's real fine. Just like I said before, real fine. Well, um... What do you think about being in the wedding? I mean, the mayor has told you that you're going to be a part of the wedding party, didn't he? Oh, yeah, sure, I'm going to be a usher. That will be real fine. I guess I'll get to wear one of the pistachio red-blue uniforms with the brass buttons like the ushers wear down at the Westwood Theater. Red and blue uniforms with brass buttons? <laughs> Yuki, you won't wear anything like that. Why not? If I'm going to be a usher, I'm going to have to dress like a usher. That's what kind of uniforms the ushers down at the Westwood Theater wear. Right, lad? Just ask the lad there, big job. He knows. No, I know, but Yuki, the usher in a wedding doesn't dress like that. Is that right? Well, uh, what's he wearing? Don't tell me I'm going to have to wear some half-wit clothes that I wear when I'm driving a taxi cab. Oh, no, no, not that. Bayer's girlfriend, Miss nappy Billy told me that this was going to be a high-class wedding. That's right. i looked sort of silly in you know? a... High-class wedding, walking down the aisle wearing my green corduroy pants and my red-black and plaid jacket with the brown fur collar. (laughs) Yes, you would. I'd look ridiculous in that outfit at a high-class wedding, all right. Especially if I was wearing my brown and white college boy saddle shoes. (laughs) Yeah, I should say you would. That's not the proper attire. You know what kind of clothes you're going to have to wear in the mayor's wedding, Izzy? Well, I thought that I'd get to wear one of that fancy red blue uniforms with the snazzy brass buttons on like it like they wear down at the west with the ear, lad. <laughs> Especially since I'm going to be a usher. That's what I'd like well, to wear. Well, that's not what you're going to wear. I know that. Huh? Do you know what you are going to wear? Well, I don't. I haven't got the faintest idea, lad. Up till now, i probably get to wear one of them flashy red-blue uniforms with the brass buttons like they wear down at the Westwood. Uh,
1: look, you, the mayor said that we're all going down to Harry's haberdashery Shop and, and rent those suits with the uh, black tails on the coats and the stiff shirt collars and the gray striped pants.
0: Yeah? <laughs> Sounds a little bit like the outfit old Ward H. Tool the Undertaker wears.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, fine. yeah, yeah, that's what it's going to be like Yeah, uh, that's right That's yeah. exactly what kind of clothes we'll have to wear Undertaker's clothes Yeah, <laughs> Undertaker's clothes Well, <laughs> <laughs> say, that sounds real fine yeah. I think old board H2O cuts a pretty fancy figure in this Undertaker's suit Especially when he wears that high silk hat Yeah, fine Will we have to wear one of those, too, big John? Well, uh, Miss Dilly said that this was going to be a very formal wedding, so I suppose we'll be wearing high-silk hats, all of us. What? You mean I'm going
1: to have to wear a high-silk hat? No, sorry, boy, not me. Now,
0: wait a minute, Sparky. I'm not sure what kind of outfit Miss Dilly has in mind for you. After all, I don't think they have outfits like we're going to wear for little guys like you. Oh,
1: I hope not. How did he want to be in this wedding?
0: Oh, I don't know. They make Undertaker outfits for midgets, Big John. They can have a land of midgets outfit to wear, you know. <laughs> I, I can just see Sparky walking into church wearing white tie and tails and a high silk hat. Oh, boy. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, I can just hear all the guys in my gang yelling at me when they see me dressed like that. Boy. Oh, Man, I'll be a regular sissy. The only guy that won't think I'm a sissy will be Cyril Rappaport. I, just, I I just hear him out. Oh, Sparky. Oh, you look so distinguished. da the.
0: Boy. <laughs> what will Charlie Clammerding have to say when he sees you dressed up for the mayor's wedding? Oh,
1: I don't know. He'll just probably take one look at me and faint. That's... <laughs> <laughs> boy. Flaps his head against his forehead and yells, Oy, hey, oy, hey, hey. Sparky's done gone and and become a sissy. Oh,
0: boy. What about rabbit ears McKee's think Will he believe you've become a sissy?
1: Yeah, he'll probably just stand there outside the church watching me go in. You know, and, and when he sees me, his, his big, long ears will just go, you know, going down just like a couple of wilded flowers.
0: <laughs> hey, poor rabbit ears, huh?
1: Oh, telephone ringing. telephone ringing. How'd get it, Big John? It might be for me.
0: What do you mean, it might be for you? It always is for you. Did you your sure to get a lot of telephone calls, Big John? I should say he Uh-oh. does. Just about every time the phone rings, it's for him.
1: Oh, hi, Charlie. How are you?
0: This is Charlie Clammerding, Yuki. That's who the lad's talking to, huh? Yeah. You got
1: some exciting news? Well, whatever, Charlie. Tell me about it.
0: This I have to hear. Charlie Clammerding has got some exciting news for the lad, has he?
1: What?
0: Yeah, exciting. You said it. <laughs> this is going to be earth shaking.
1: Oh, is that so? Oh. oh, yeah? Well, just so does he think he is, anyway. Well, you just stay where you are, Charlie. I'll be right down and we'll go back there together. Yeah. Well, this is the end, boy. The absolute end, Charlie. Goodbye.
0: <coughs> well, let's hear it. What's the news Charlie just told you? You know what? What? That was Charlie Climardine.
1: Charlie Climardine just called me up on the phone to tell me that Sidney Center, daddy has faced the electric eye door for our clubhouse shack. It's all ready to be installed. Uh-oh. Cheryl Rappaport has just passed a motion that, in appreciation, the club should elect Sidney Kleistetter, the exalted High Lama, the Purple and White gardener, immediately, if not sooner. That's my job. But I'm not going to let him get away with it. No, siree. I'm going back to the clubhouse right now. And when I get there, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, Boy.
0: report, that was the latest state of the most current, recent, late emergency in Sparky's life. But um, something does seem to have gone wrong here. Too bad that Yuki couldn't get the electric eye door made before Sidney Clacksteader's daddy. <laughs> wonder if Sparky will be able to save the day after all. Tune in tomorrow and find out when you hear the next chapter in the further adventures of Big John and Sparky! ¶¶